Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Schaffer, Michael Palmer, Brandon Jones with you. And this week we're talking about sports and education, sports and learning, what we can learn from sports and how we go about learning a sport, what can it be in the classroom and how we can continue to see uh, how sports can educate us uh, moving forward. Uh, first and foremost, though, what I always like to do, Brandon, I want to get your take on this. How do you feel about the Jets and the Pats having the same record so far this season as we record? Well, yeah, as we record, I think that let's when this show drops, I'm, I'm confident that uh, we'll be moving back towards the one quarter of the season play. down, one quarter of the season down. Yeah, you're dating yourself, Dan. Um, that sounds probably like about what's what suits you. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be fine. The Tom Brady, I think we're going to talk a little Tom Brady. We later are. On this we show. are. Yes, um, that's a tease. Yeah, that's a tease. Um, a pump fake here. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady looks fine. I believe that's ruled a fumble these days, though. The um, Dan is just Dan's uh, fired up this yeah. episode. If this table weren't a fix the ground, I would try to flip it. But <laughs> Real housewives <laughs> moment, man. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm 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 fine, Dan. I'm fine. Let's we'll see how when this show drops, how you're feeling. That's fair. I I don't expect to feel any better about the Jets at that point. Uh, Michael, how are you doing this week? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm excited. To talk. We look, we're all sports fans uh, of varying stripes. Uh, and uh, this topic is interesting because uh, I do think, I know I certainly learned a lot playing sports over the years, uh, watching sports, understanding competitive endeavors. So uh, trying to tie that to neuroscience, trying to tie that to how people learn and uh, what sorts of lessons can be gathered from the gridiron or the hardwood or the baseball diamond, you name, you name the ice, the pitch. Uh, I could keep going, but I'm going to stop. I, I, I keep going. I had so much to cover here. I do think from an education standpoint, from a learning standpoint, sports yields a lot, uh, not only from a cognitive standpoint, but a social emotional standpoint. We see it a lot uh, with the uh, swarm of five-year-old soccer players running around the field, how they start to understand uh, how human interaction works as they're all trying to kick the soccer ball down the field. But Mike, where, where does it begin for you when you think of the intersection of sports and education, sports and learning? Uh, what stands out? And uh, we have a few articles that I'll share on Twitter as well here uh, that talk to it. But what's the first topic that comes to mind to you of, of where you, you really see the intersection of these two worlds? Um, well, one of the things is just the concept of the kinesthetic, uh, kinesthetic intelligence. Uh, so as a sports fan, I know that I, I like watching people who are just brilliant in space and understanding how they move in relation to space and their teammates and, uh, you know, physical presence, uh, and, uh, and the dynamics of the team, uh, that are related to that, which I think starts to blend into emotional intelligence and just generally like awareness of those around you. Um, so I think that's interesting. And then I also thought it was interesting that there was an article in the New York Times uh, a couple weeks back about how uh, learning a new sport later on in life is really good for your brain health. So that, and that really ties to the concept of neuroplasticity, which is that rather than, um, you know, just continue to, um, you know, work the same associations that have existed in your brain throughout your life. Instead, it's actually really good to continue to challenge all aspects of your brain, not just the part that you challenge when you uh, maybe you're working on a crossword puzzle or playing a trivia game, but also challenging yourself uh, in terms of motor skills, in terms of uh, sort of physical skill development. Uh, I thought that was really interesting because I think there, you know, more and more people are getting a larger portion of our population is getting older 
And, uh, you know, it's very growth mind, you know, we talk about growth mindset all the time, but the idea that it's actually good for your brain health and it's good for your life to continue to learn really throughout your life and sports and physical activity are really a great part of that. It's uh, something I'd never really thought of was learning a sport as older. Like I, I never crossed my mind of like picking up a new sport and trying to play it now. It's very much, I want to go play a sport I know because I want to enjoy it. But the idea of growth mindset is a really important one. What about you, Brandon? What, what springs to mind here? What, what struck you about some of the articles we shared and, and uh, what's your point of view on sports and education? Yeah. I, from that same, same times article that Mike references a couple things. Um, so one, I think it's, um, I think it's interesting that we sort of dis- discern between our physical selves and our mental selves such that it surprises us. And it surprised me too, reading this article that, um, you know, learning a sport, which is, you know, a lot of learning new sort of motor skills, developing new muscle memories, that, that would be, uh, would actually help brain health. Um, when in fact, like there, and I'm not trying to get too, too deep and philosophical here, but there is a strong link. You can argue, one could argue, I won't argue how, where that, that connection ends, but a strong link between our physical selves and our mental selves. And so um, maybe, I, maybe I surprised myself in being surprised upon sort of further reflection that that would be the case. Um, the other thing that jumped out from this article, uh, it's only assumed that that is true because it has been shown to be true in mice. So mice learning a, uh, a new sport, uh, where sport is air quotes here, is generous. Like they're, they're running on like an oddly shaped ball and they have to like learn. Although I would, you know, I started watching BattleBots. I would totally watch mice play sports with each other. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, you know, that is, um, uh, it's, it's an assumption. We are extrapolating from, from the, the mice uh, experience where we're a higher order being so they don't like they have nothing to say when we just when we cut open in the, their heads and look at their brains yeah. um but the other thing that that was it was striking is they they assert that it is you know studies show similar brain in, uh you know improvement in brain matter brain health from learning a second language yep. and i wondered that must be really hard with mice like that first language right imagine how much time they spent having them learn that first language sure yeah just to set the baseline yeah one right yeah not to mention you know answering all the surveys that the 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 experimenters are submitting you know like there's all sorts of skills absolutely you know like we're we're really burdening these mice yeah so those are the things that uh that stuck out uh, to me in the story uh, Mike, you're, you're bringing up uh, the connection between, and Brandon just nailed it home, of, of the, the brain and the body and uh, adult learning, uh, growth mindset uh, of the idea of, of learning. Uh, is there a sport you're, you're looking to take on? Is there something that's in your future that you're ready to take on as a new venture here? I want to put you on the spot. You're in the middle of trending in education. Is there something yeah. you're ready to say here and now you're going to growth mindset and go after? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think... I think my my interest in developing my curling skills is is widely mm. known. So like uh, I've been known to bowl, uh, I've been known to uh, walk awkwardly on ice, <laughs> and I've been known to play shuffleboard. So I think if all those things really could come together, I could learn how to curl. I think that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So curling, it's also you got to be smart. You know, I like to talk about being developmentally appropriate. You know, as you get a hundred years, you don't necessarily want to take on ultra marathoning although some people do that's when you do it i think is actually when you're older okay I, let me take that one back uh <laughs> i should I agree with you mike one, I, that's <laughs> when one might yeah especially if one is not me 
Yeah, but yeah. it is interesting that ultra marathoners yeah. are they skew even older than marathoners who skew old, the oldest of runners. That's true. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now in the in curling, are you the because there's like the the stick guy, the, the roller dude, sweeper. and then there's the then the, there's I'd the, be like the roller dude. The, the guy, roller. the guy who pushes the thing out, right? And then, and then, I, and the then I shout at the people who are brooming ahead. Yeah, yeah. That sounds I mean, about that, right. That seems like that's like good, your relationship with Dan already. That's my ma- that's my management style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweep harder, sweep harder, <laughs> sweep the leg. That's all. Why that are you sweeping on the job? Uh, cross section of of sports and education. Obviously, not only necessarily in studying and understanding the difference. Uh, seems like there's a large swath of um athletes today who are out there you made the the reference to tom brady uh but the idea of athletes who sort of go next level uh get into mindfulness uh get into the idea of the their preparation and uh i i may be a uh tom brady hater a a pats hater but uh, he is somebody that's shown over his career uh his preparation for the game is both mental and physical um and i think that's an interesting jumping off point too about how sports themselves and playing of sports can show how somebody learns and how they go about tackling, uh, solving different problems. Uh, Brandon, it is a, a Pat's question to an extent, but do you think that we learn from how we learn from sports? Like, can we see uh, on the field how we break things down? Can that translate to the classroom and how students learn uh, and how we should be teaching maybe with a little bit more coaching in the classroom uh, rather than dictation? Yeah, I, th- I think yes. Um, I'm not sure how this is. This is a past question because this is from TB12 or yeah, what? I mean, it was on its way. Go, let's go TB12. Can I, we? I think we should. I, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said it was a past question, so I feel like you've opened the door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I think we we should learn. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, Mike, you said, I think at the top of the show that you enjoy, you know, watching athletes, um, you know, sort of perform in space. Uh, I don't think you mean like, like John Glenn. And I like, like that too, yeah, but that, that wasn't specifically what I meant. Yeah, but I, I think there's something, you know, uh, sports is a performance um, uh, performance art, right, in a way. And uh, I think the, the there's obviously physical, especially when you're talking about professional athletes, there's a physical gift that, that most of them have, but there's also just the uh, the accumulation of hard year, of years of hard work and hard years of hard work and, grit and determination. And I think there's, there's a lesson for people in whatever their pursuits are that, you know, if you really apply yourself um, with a sort of single mindedness, uh, purposefulness, uh, you can achieve greatness, whether it's on the field or in the boardroom or in the classroom. Um, You know, there, there can be uh, performance is often the result of the work that you put in. Uh, So on TV 12, so that's, that's Tom Brady. That's mm. the TV. And the 12 is his number. Yes. Also, I want to disclaim, I get all these questions. I just want to take a moment. Yes. You're from Cleveland. Why are you not a Browns fan? So I, I went right. to college when Art Modell moved the Browns. Right. One of the great villains of my lifetime. I feel like I've even covered this on this pod before. Yeah. I think we've talked in, in periphery too, but I would yeah, love to hear the poll. I just wanted to yeah. address that head on. Let the our... record reflect. We were talking about fake news. You, you want to get some real news I out I want to get here. some real news yeah, out here because I, I, I get people asking me this yeah, question. I just want sure. to answer it. Our listeners want to know. You know, twice and for some. Uh, is, that how, is that how the saying goes? Um, so uh, but I, so I, I was in a school in Boston, and I w- became a Pats fan. This is pre-Tom Brady. This is in the Drew Bledsoe sure. uh, Patriots yeah. era. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew Bledsoe was not so pliable, perhaps, as he had, uh, no. I think, some internal bleeding. Little- Mo-, Mo Lewis made that yeah. happen, yes. Yeah. And uh, so Tom Brady came in. Tom Brady has had a, a great career playing into his now 40s. 
Um, so he believes in, uh, in pliability is one of these. He has, he has a method. There's the Tom Brady 12 method. And yeah. it's, it's, it's holistic. It is. Some of the things that, that jump out that I like um, is the concept of prehab instead of rehab. Yeah. Uh, and I, I actually think that there is a learning uh, there's, there's a learning application there too. It's not just about, you know, looking at your performance and seeing what has gone badly or where you've gotten into you know, air quotes again, hurt. Right. Uh, but, uh, but really preparing for that. Um, and then in the, in the, uh, five concentric circles of the Tom Brady TB12 method. And this is at uh, tb 12 sportscom sure Is that is. correct? And yes. we're not a sponsor, but if Tom or his representative does want to, to go deeper on this, you know, we're, we're laying a foundation here. Yeah. So we've got the Elon Musk chair. We've got Tarobo yeah. uh, on the table, but nice. Tom, you can stand outside our, our pod studio. While Giselle sits in the seat. Stretch. Yes. And yeah. stretch. Yeah. Uh, the five things are, it's worth just saying that I was going to say that please it's um, pliability, which I think Mike, maybe you can come back to in a second yes. is uh, like, that's at the core of this. Yes. And I think that's the most uh, applicable stay, to learning. Stay limber. Um, but uh, then you go workouts. Okay. Uh, hydration. For sure. You push the fluids, yeah. especially electrolytes. Yeah. Especially electrolytes. Yeah. Um, nutrition. Oh, I'm in. And nutrition is, is as separate from hydration, by the way. Sure. Uh, and then finally, and this is the outermost circle, which I think if I'm interpreting a concentric circle correctly, is like this is all encompassing. This is the big one. Uh, is cognitive. Sure. So that right. it's, it's so much about what happens upstairs. Yes. You know, so when you get downstairs on the field. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, and then pliability, right? So pliability. That's the, that's the one that's in the core. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a lot about flexibility, right? Like I, I saw in there, like your muscles are really there to support your bones, I think was one of the ideas. So like there's, it's interesting how he, he almost gets new agey, but he's too conservative to really go all the way there. So I think he kind of, he reins it in a little bit, but there's a lot of, a lot about practice, practice, I'm talking to us about practice. But that's sort of like the prehab concept, right? Like you want to prep and then that prep, is also mental preparation, uh, particularly if you're a quarterback, you know? So, um, you know, I think what's crazy about this show, it's like we have three quarterbacks on the, on the field true. at every given uh, point in time. And we're always visualizing, you know, our heads are on swivels. I like, hold the clipboard though. I'm what's fine. What's going to happen next? Yeah. Dan's got his, his wrist, Brandon has his wristband <laughs> with, uh, with the which, plays. which plays he's going to call. Yeah. I've got my striver on right now. My striver. Omaha. Yeah. I'm walking Omaha. Exactly. But, um, but I do think like the, you know, a lot of cognitive science is based on the metaphor of the computer. I do think the metaphor of the quarterback is probably underexplored where like, I think we, in many ways in our lives, ideally we are, sort of quarterbacks of our own lives and uh you know and uh right i right? like it right i like so, it. so uh so i think we could learn a lot from arguably the greatest of all time uh pretty convincing argument i think pretty, pretty convincing uh, at, at this point but uh the fact that he's taking the time while still playing to launch this venture uh into how to learn how to be a top performer based on his lessons that have made him a top quarterback. Um, I just want to see him diversify. I want to see him branch out into more uh, corporate training. Like I want him to come to Kaplan and we could do stretching <laughs> exercises and, and eat some, uh, eat some food and stay, stay, stay hydrated. Yes. I do I, think uh, all that the brain HQ really has that step. Like the, the, 
largest circle of all that Brandon was talking about, the, the cognitive, when you drill down on the site to uh, see how they discuss the Brain HQ, uh, which Brain Headquarters, if you will, of their app and how it really challenges you and, and looks to be built off of an algorithm that is customizable. And so they're really trying to, uh, I think, be down that road eventually, Mike, where it's not just sports training, but it's the, the whole self and, and the corporate self and the media self and, and all of those things. So it's a really interesting read to go through. I'm not quite ready to anoint him the goat, goat, but again, I am biased. I understand that completely. Well, Vinny, Vinny Testaverde had a, had a heck of a, heck of a run there. Ken so O'Brien was where I was going to go, but yeah, Kenny but, um, o, but. but yeah, lots to learn, lots to learn from Tom. I mean, there was interestingly, there was nothing in there about how he was preparing with the proper, uh, the proper level of inflation uh in the ball this is a, t- this is a right? tough crowd i, I want to like- hear to all the fascination <laughs> out there i have to suffer through this every week you should see the things that we say off uh, mic uh the things i say at mic yeah. um yeah i think yeah, i'm gonna get back to the get back to, to the to the to the, to the crux so i think it's also about um where that next competitive ed- competitive edge is over your uh, sure competition yep. right so like back in the day the way you could be a better better than everybody else as a professional athlete was like to stop smoking yes <laughs> you know, like he was revolutionary in the 70s you're like you know what i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna sure. keep smoking after yeah. games yeah yeah um and then it was you know i'm gonna stop going out and binge drinking right right like bourbon and steaks every night right yeah. so and, and that was like whoa revolutionary yeah and then it was like you know what i'm gonna do I'm going to lift weights. Yeah. So I, I feel like some of those um, things that are purely physical, uh, you know, sort of treating body as temple now, like, like you're so many people are doing everybody's, that. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. That, um, uh, you know, J, J E 11. I guess he's rehabbing now. That's a Julian Edelman. Um, okay. That's uh, You're going back. Cattle. That's, that's deep. That's deep. It's not that Patriot. deep. It's yeah, not that yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. It's not that deep. His number. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's that deep, um, but pretty, pretty uh, deep, pretty deep, pretty, pretty, pretty deep. Um, but uh, you know, like everybody's doing that, and mm-hmm. so you know, I, I think it makes sense that um, you've got someone who's looking for that competitive edge by going for sort of a holistic wellness and mental wellness um, uh, approach. And you know, I think that there are applications there to learning, like when, it, like it used to be that you could get an advantage by doing your homework when the kid next to you wasn't or that you, you know, had act, you would, you would go to the library and like the kid down the street who was less of a, you know, good uh, mathlete than you was, uh, was not. And, and now, you know, you, there are with, with the uh, accessibility of uh, basically everything and the knowledge of all community knowledge and human history at your, at your fingertips in your pants pocket right now. Um, you know, there, there, there's a different kind of a competitive advantage that you need to to seek as a learner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and also there's a difference between, um, you know, the grind time, which is part of the prep, but also, uh, the ability to understand yourself as a performer, which is another thing that I, th- I think is interesting about the, the sort of the brain HQ and like the quarterback metaphor. Cause like, you know, in test prep, I used to always uh, tell my class, that, uh, you know, to a certain extent, taking a high stakes test is kind of like a quarterback in a two minute drill where you have to be smart about how you use your time. Yeah. And like that level. Why of, didn't you use the right curriculum for us? Why did, why yeah. did you put this in? That's, that's, that's genius. I never got to oh, yeah. use that. Oh yeah. I may have. Yeah. 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 But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, 
but yeah, so like you got to understand when to when to throw the ball out of bounds. You know what I mean? And when to when to be smart about your clock management. And uh, and I think that's true really throughout. I think we can learn a lot more from sports and high performers in sports when we're thinking about anything that's measured and high stakes. And um, I think. Uh, you know, even some of the tools, like we were, I was talking about Striver, which is like the VR uh, headset that's used uh, to train quarterbacks to understand how to read defenses and Omaha, Omaha. Um, those same tools are now extending into corporate training. And like, how would you tr train first responders? Or how would you train someone who's in a, a help desk uh, kind of uh, situation or, or in an emergency room, for example? Um, so I think it's interesting both uh, in terms of how cognitive training works for sports and then also the tools because sports is so heavily uh, endowed in many ways these these days that uh, um, I think lots of times the the tools that emerge out of sports also out of you know nutrition and weight training and all this kind of stuff uh, actually applies to the rest of us in many other cases that are not specifically about sports yeah I think practice you know that's um you mentioned Striver. We also are not a spon sponsor by Striver, although we love Striver yeah, on this yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, the idea of like getting more reps—that's that's, that's what, where Striver was born from the from the field, as you said, like to get reps without having to get hits. Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, the concept of reps it makes sense in a sports uh, setting, but I but it also applies everywhere to the help desk sure. employee. You know, you, you want him to be able to or her to be able to get a lot of reps in before he or she gets her is or her first customer you know exactly. like, well that's um and i think that it's uh there are those metaphors to to apply pretty pretty directly to uh to the to the art and science of learning it's it's funny in uh, a, a personal anecdote of uh having uh our third child and uh time for whatever medication for my wife and a doctor came in anesthesiologist came in with someone he was training and said oh he's a student and my wife asked well is this the first time he's ever done it and the student said no it's a 553rd like he, he was able to name the amount of times he had done it. And so if you have virtual reality and you can get these reps in uh, that are not on living people as a doctor, where, where you can actually go through the process and test, maybe it gives you a little bit more uh, practice time, a little bit more of those 10,000 hours to become an expert uh, that we've heard so many times over. Um, he did a wonderful job. Yeah, and uh, what he had to do. But uh, nonetheless, uh, interesting to hear you say that. Uh, any final thoughts here? I, I think Sports at large can be a topic we, and it has been a topic that has uh, interwoven here on the show into things we've talked about, uh, but specifically about TB12 or kinesthetics, Mike, something that st sets out that we haven't talked about yet before we wrap oh, up the podcast. Real quick, just touching on uh, neuroplasticity and exercise. Like one of the best things you can do for your brain health is to exercise and continue to stay active and then also continue to challenge your brain uh in different ways so we talked a lot about the the motor aspect of that challenge but uh you know it's very in line with what we talk about as far as growth mindset always be learning but uh you want to continue to be challenged really throughout your life course and uh that resource research uh is continuing to to back up that concept uh so while it's unlikely uh at this point that i'm gonna do any starting nfl quarterbacking uh, I, I will, uh, brush up on my curling. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I would say, um, the, the most affirming thing in here and, and this, uh, you know, Mike, you just alluded to it, but, um, is this can help you no matter who you are, where you are, when you are, how old you are. And 
you know, that um, a lot of times I think we think that had we made different choices in our youth that we might have a different learning or mental health or physical health outcome. I, it, this research suggests that that's not the case, that, you know, the, the best time to start focusing on, you know, uh, you know, your, your mental health through physical health is right now. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we can hopefully ins inspire you to get out and, and try something new and learn some new motor skills and have some, uh, have some fun doing it. Share some of those stories with us on uh, Twitter at Trending and Ed and at uh, Trending and Ed on Facebook. What new sports are you trying to tackle? What are you growth mindsetting uh, right now and trying to uh, take a new in your life? Uh, what are you learning uh, as you go through your day today that maybe is not part of your job that's a little bit more difficult, but you're tackling anyway? Happy to hear from everybody. Let us know topics you want us to tackle as well here on the show. I'm sure there'll be sports again in the future. For Mike and Brandon, this is Dan saying thanks so much for listening to Trending in Education.